was looking around at uh, like free music loops for our intro music. I'm trying to, if you have any idea about like anybody who would let us use their music for free for intro music, I'm, I'm wide open to suggestions. I don't know. Let me think Maybe about that. Maybe we could get you and Jeremy to perform a little original number. <gasps> okay. Can we do Hello, My Baby? Oh, wait. That's not original. <laughs> I think. Hello, My Baby. Hello, My Baby. Technically, I mean, well, like, say the podcast catches fire and it goes nationwide, and if we had used something that's copyrighted, people would probably want money for it, and I don't want to give anybody any money. Money until Amazon, our sponsor we love. Right. As soon as Amazon picks us up. And, and gives us a sponsorship, then we'll be we'll be loaded with music, yeah. And we'll be like we'll have call in time, and we'll give away like free Alexas to the tenth caller and stuff like that. I love that so much. Yeah, that's oh, what this is going to be. I think we should nationwide. Yeah. It, it'll be win win for us and Amazon. They 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 need us as much as we need them. So we could do like Instagram Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do some kind of yes. We could Snapchat and Instagram and do this at the same time, and we yeah we work the what? synergies and yeah it would just it would be bigger than the internet. I know. Here's something what? interesting. Would well, you want to hear something interesting? I do. I recently had a chance uh, to talk to somebody, uh, a lawyer who does business with Amazon for Amazon. He, nice. Yes, and he see he has some some inside poop on on Amazon's corporate goals. And he said, uh, I asked him, uh, how long is it going to be before Amazon starts delivering stuff to my house with a drone? And he said, sooner than you think. He says, Amazon's corporate target for delivery time, from the time that you click the buy now button to the time the product arrives at your door, Amazon's goal is to get that time down to 45 minutes. That's disturbing. Is that not amazing? Wild. And that, that means they have to have stock everywhere. Yeah, yeah. They would have to have fleets of drones in giant warehouses all over the place. Well, and the warehouses have to be full of bowling ball and miss me jeans. There I would, mean, there would have to be there would have to be uh, football stadium sized Amazon warehouses um, as there has all to be over, like Starbucks. <laughs> They'd have to be like one on this side of the street and one on that side of the street. It'd have to be like a weight limit too, though. Like I don't know how big can a drone be. <laughs> Get inside, kids. <laughs> I mean, I couldn't order like a new workout equipment. Daddy ordered a new bedroom <laughs> set. Everybody, get out of the way. <laughs> Smash on your front yard. Yeah, imagine the insurance for stuff. It well, these drones will drop though, like. Like magnetism or whatever is going like to... how many? The drone like, wouldn't even would stop. Just, it wouldn't even stop at your house. It would just, like, at full speed, it would just kick something out the side and it would hit your house. And they would say, 45 minutes! And they would keep on flying to the next delivery. <laughs> <laughs> it would not work in rural areas, though. Probably, it would be shot down. Yeah, that's right. There would be too much <laughs> shotgun fire. Or, or the best case scenario would be if it ends up on the 5 o'clock news and Bubba saw a UFO. And, uh, that's right, man. That sounded like a big old freight train. So I shot yep. at it with my shotgun. It was a UFO. <laughs> I asked Ethel to come out of the trailer and look at, at the sky. It tried to pick me up, didn't it, Ethel? Didn't it? <laughs> I thought it was going to pick me up. Something about an upside-down <laughs> smile. I do not understand. <laughs> And it dropped a bedroom suit on our front yard. 
<laughs> we won the lottery. <laughs> uh, all right. So what else has been going on with you, Joe? Well, you know, uh, not a whole lot. I'm working. Yeah, and working. Children are busy. Working and... with children, counseling them. How's that going? How are the kids today? Um, you know, they're they're smart, intelligent, and clever, and crafty. Okay. And, you work with uh, middle schoolers. I do. So they're right on that line between like adorable and insufferable, right in between the kid and yes. teenager. Yes, yeah. and there's always, always, even in our adult world, but there's always a huge difference in your male and female population. Mm-hmm. You know, boys can get in a fist fight and then the next minute say, hey, you want to be partners on our science project? Uh-huh. You know? uh-huh. And girls can look at each other with um, um, a raised eyebrow and they're done. They'll never be friends again. So they hate each other forever. They'll, they'll go to their grave nursing yes. that grudge. Yes. So, I mean... And I, I know grown women that act that same way. She did not invite me to play bone Because, like, that doesn't determine your it, friendship, Uncle. I don't know. We talked in my small group uh, recently. We've been talking about um, self-forgetfulness, like uh, letting go of pride and, uh, and things like that. And there was a lot of talk from people about um, a fear of being judged by other people. Like when you're out in public and you're parenting, having to deal with your kids, Gosh. the way you dress, the way you conduct yourself at work, there's lots of, of talk of, about uh, concern about being judged by other people and how that affects your pride. And yeah. I think that that part of my brain that is aware of being judged may be stunted because I'm not I'm not as aware of that. I think the word for it is oblivious. Uh, it's, it's not like I'm spiritually superior I just don't notice things as much as other people. So, so tell me how the the uh, the being judged. Speaking of like grudges between women and and things like that, to be worrying about being judged. How how real of an issue is that? Oh my goodness! We just had a whole sermon series on fear, and that was a, that was one of them. We talked about fear of people's opinion and right. people, and um. It's it's so real. Like uh, I sometimes break a sweat when I'm having to correct my children in public because <laughs> I know that every word I'm saying is being observed, and I know that every word I'm saying can also be repeated by my children to other people. Mm-hmm. You'll never know, never believe what my mom said to me in Target, mm-hmm. you know. And so, um, and then I have one child that. Um, I, I break a sweat every time she opens her mouth to talk because I'm not really sure what she's going <laughs> to say. Which is fun sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it is, except you're not the one sweating. Right, right. And then the <laughs> other one, I, I break a sweat because I can't get her to talk to people sometimes because she just looks at them and smiles and nods. Uh-huh. And I'm like, those are adults. We need to speak to them. So, yeah. you know, but um, no, I, I, I struggle with that. There are times where I don't. I am more concerned about making sure that I get the point across because I'm, I'm, I'm very wrapped up in the moment of I'm, and I am. This is a pivotal moment of teaching them how to be, to handle this situation as a grown up, uh-huh. and so it's not about the discipline as it is about I need to make sure they understand why this correction is coming. Uh-huh. Um, and I'll walk away from that and somebody will say something to me and I'll forget. That's when I'm reminded, oh, I was being watched. So Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, 
how how what's the value though in in being concerned about being judged from a societal standpoint um are we getting to the point where maybe people aren't concerned enough about being judged are we getting are, are we getting too much into that i am i am the the sole source of my own morality and nobody else can say anything to me is is concern about being judged by your peers still an issue for younger kids coming up or have we because concern about that helps to transmit social values helps to transmit christian values sometimes Mm -hmm. um and we are definitely getting to a very self-involved generation um uh, are we losing some of the value you don't want to spend your whole life worrying about what other people are thinking about you but it should at least be a consideration that you're behaving correctly uh, or else you're going to be shunned and but there doesn't seem to be doesn't seem to be that much concern about it i think it's easier for me in my profession because i see stages of development and I see see people I see children who have reached the stage of development I currently deal with and I see I see where they weren't um guided correctly mm-hmm. in in previous years and therefore they're struggling with coping or they're struggling with um accepting negativity or they're struggling with criticism or they're struggling with disappointment mm-hmm. And um and I think that there's a huge gap in that and in, in that it just isn't addressed anymore. There's there's a we, we aren't teaching that and, and it's um it's gonna be detrimental. Just back we were talking about earlier about hey, I almost made it to the end zone, so yeah. why not, you know, give me the points. Yeah. And and, yeah. and I think that's that's where I, I get most frustrated and and I do see the neglect that it's not so much as the I'm embarrassed to discipline my kid in front of you. It's a, I'm just not going to pay attention because I'm more about me and my social time. So I'm not going to, yeah. I'm just going to ignore that my kids are, you know, spray painting the wall, you right. know. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm not uh, going, I'm not here to say that we should spend our lives being uh, self-conscious about being judged by other people. However, uh, it's true that sometimes the people who are judging you are right, and we ha- have a chance to learn something from uh, the judgment of other, perhaps wiser, perhaps people who have just been in the situation before and understand it better. Um, but there seems to be a lot of rejecting all judgment for the sake of rejecting it. Uh, and and like like we were talking about, yeah, this people don't care enough to to carry the football all the way across the goal line. As long as I'm here, I showed up, so I should get all the credit that uh, you know people used to just get for actually finishing the play. Well, and even when you finish now, you can't celebrate because you're going to hurt somebody's feelings. Right. So right. we've got to make sure that all all, all parties are happy and yeah. all parties feel included and yeah. and I. And you're right. We're, judgment is biblical, though, and that you know the the Lord or Jesus speaks very clearly about that in um, several times in scripture, scripture, but specifically in Matthew. And 
and we 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 miss that because we don't want to talk about that aspect because we don't want to address that because we don't want to tell people in our church that they're doing something they shouldn't do and but there's a there's a need for accountability and mm-hmm. I think you know we we heard what, 20 years ago it takes a village well right. it doesn't take a village but it does sometimes you need that accountability of someone saying hey yeah. like one time I was um, having a really difficult time parenting my oldest and. Um, because she was having night terrors Mm. and I was trying to make her lay down for a nap and I would lay her down and she'd climb out of her bed and come back and I'd lay her down and she'd climb out of her bed screaming and come back and, and I went through this probably 15 or 20 times and I had a friend over at the time and she came and took me by the hand and pulled me to the couch and said, let me take over because she, and she realized that I was about to. I was about to snap, and Mm -hmm. so we need, like, she could have just sat back and watched Mm -hmm. and let me continue to handle it improperly, Mm -hmm. or she could have intervened, and she intervened, so. Yeah, yeah, uh, I feel like we're, um, it's not just multiculturalism, we're not just breaking out into different cultures and different subcultures, we're building like silos around ourselves to the extent that we're making like every individual is making themselves a culture of one and listening only to their own advice and following only their own guidance and we're missing out on the the guidance of other people like you were talking about and i feel like that cannot possibly be good for the culture the the overculture going forward no no i think about that with my children like who are they going to be friends with that's going to truly point them to Christ and yeah. um, and not just tell them it's okay to make the poor decisions they make? Like I, I mean, we there are teenagers now that um, see so many things that are sinful and um, distance them from a relationship with the Lord as just um, culturally acceptable. Mm. And my children are about to step into that yeah. age category, and it terrifies me because even if they get it right they're going to stand alone so much yeah oh you and me both speaking of terrified yeah i've got a couple of kids who are a few years behind yours uh but i am uh i am not looking forward to the world that we're going to be sending them into Uh, that's you're still going to build a compound and yeah uh, yep Sell your house. I'll sell my house. We're, go, we're going to. We're either going to Costa Rica or to Texas if they secede. It, we're, I'm going wherever Texas goes. I think Texas will secede. I think we can. We can do that. Uh, God bless Texas. I'm, I'm with Texas.